Welcome out to this bonus episode of the Game Time Guru Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about coaching on the show. So, what time is it? Game Time If you're sick of the mainstream sports outlets, well, so was I. So I started my own show. I'm Shane Larson, and this is the Game Time Guru. It's different than other talk shows. I'm providing a panoramic view on sports so you can see them through a different lens. So buckle up and let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome out to the bonus episode of the Game Time Guru podcast. I thought I would do something a little different. Um, For any of my subscribers who are out there, if you're subscribed to the show, I'm not going to push this on social media. Um, I'm just going to let you listen to it if you're a subscriber. So share it with your friends and family. It's just mainly uh, one of those bonuses for anybody who has subscribed to my show, like I've asked people to do. Um, And if you're subscribed to the show and haven't left me a review, please do so. I mean, it's extremely helpful for me. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as well. Uh, Get in the conversations uh, when we make posts and everything. Um, It's good. But if you, yeah, if you could leave me a review, especially if you're on an iPhone, you have the podcast app real quick, just scroll down and uh, make sure you leave me a quick review. Takes like 10 seconds. I appreciate everybody who has already left me a review. It's super helpful. Reviews are huge for for new consumers, new listeners, uh, because unfortunately, like I've said before, perception is reality when it comes to media and the way that we consume it. So someone's more prone to listen to my podcast if they see there's more reviews that have been left and more ratings that have been provided uh, from my listeners, because it just shows that there's more listeners to the show. But um, what I wanted to talk about with you guys today was something that's been on my mind uh, in the Western Conference playoffs, so the Western Conference finals, sorry, with the Warriors and the Blazers. And it came up the other night. It's very small detail, but it's something that I I still felt like I should address. And sometimes when I'm driving in my car, which I'm doing right now, which is why you can hear the audio is a little bit different. I'm just recording on my iPhone. When I'm driving in my car, a lot of these thoughts come to me. So I thought, why not vocalize these thoughts while I'm driving and just put it into a bonus episode for the listeners that are subscribed, right? So I'm talking about coaching. And the difference between an elite coach and a great coach. And the difference between an elite team and a great team. So we're not talking about great teams and good teams. We're talking about elite and great because they're at the highest level of, of coaching and the highest levels of, uh, of playing. The Portland Trailblazers are a great team, and I think we forget that sometimes. Just like the Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron James, great teams or at least great leadership from their, their great player. But uh, as far as elite, it takes an elite team and an elite coach to beat an elite team and an elite coach. So the the Blazers are a great team and they have a great coach. He is phenomenal. But there's little details that I think um, separate the great from the elite. And one of those details is how they the the strategy behind utilizing your timeouts. The other night in the game, Coach Terry Stotts. Um, saw his team start to become a little bit rattled in the third quarter. It was in the third quarter. Blazers are up by double digits, second game in a row. And you see the the Warriors hit three buckets in a row, three possessions in a row. The Blazers give up three buckets. So momentum has shifted completely. The crowd's kind of getting out of it. And the players are looking over to the bench after the third bucket, and they're expecting a timeout call. But Coach Stotts wants them to play through the adversity, so he lets them play on. Two more possessions go by, and they scored both times. So that was five total possessions that the Warriors scored on, and the Blazers didn't. Five possessions. 
I sat there thinking I even tweeted it out. So make sure that you're following me on social media. Uh, go check out the social platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Sometimes I'll do tweets throughout the games. But it was in the third quarter, I tweeted out. I said, that was a mistake. He called a timeout two possessions too late. Like he should have called that a long time ago. Like it was after his third possession, they were looking for a timeout and he didn't call it. And the Warriors went, went on to score two more times right after that. Here's the thing. I'm all for allowing your team to play through adversity, okay? I'm all for that. I believe that's a huge a huge leadership um, skill, a huge leadership tactic, and sometimes that's necessary to allow them to play through adversity. But when you are playing a team like the Warriors, who you have seen do multiple times like this, they have gone multiple times in every game where they will go on a crazy run and the momentum shifts. So you have to do what you all you can to get that momentum to stop. You've got to at least put a buffer in the momentum. Otherwise, it's a steamroll effect because once that team starts going, everybody starts clicking, and you know that. And Terry Stotts allowed his players to try to play through the adversity against an elite team like the Warriors, and they just continued to get the momentum. Now, I'm not saying the Blazers were going to win if he called timeout after the third bucket went in. I'm not not saying that. But what I'm saying is you can tell the difference um, and coaching strategy when coaches kind of get rattled in there and their, and their uh, mentality is, is, is fogged a little bit. And I'm going to give you an example about coach Steve Kerr. He used to bug me so bad. I was about to do a podcast on this alone just a couple years back on how he used to bug me. His demeanor bugged the hell out of me. And what I'm, what I mean by that is the fact that his demeanor was like never rattled. He was, he pretended like nothing ever phased him. And I thought that he was just putting on a show. Now I look at it as such a, a crazy skill set that he's acquired and he's able to translate that to the game as a, as a coach. He is so good at his strategy. I'm going to give you an example. He knows when to use timeouts. I'm going to give you an example. They're playing the Rockets a couple years back and it was in the playoffs. I believe it was game three. Um, I think they either swept the Rockets or they beat them 4-1. I think they beat them 4-1. Um, Might have been right before Chris Paul went over there. But anyways, they were, they were up by – or they, sorry, they were losing by 20-plus points in the, th- in the game. Sorry, in game three in Houston. And the Warriors – went on a quick little 6 nothing run or, a, or an 8 nothing run really fast. You know how the Warriors are. They score really fast. They go on this quick run, and Steve Kerr calls timeout. Okay, He calls a timeout. And in the middle of the timeout, what he tells his players is, do you guys feel that? He goes, you feel that? The energy in this building has shifted. You can, you can tell there's a different energy now. Let's start playing our game. We can chip away. Let's get our rhythm going. And he started talking like that, um, saying, hey, you got, it's all right. Like You feel that? And he just basically told him, you can sense the crowds out of it. You can sense the, the momentum has shifted. Now it's our time to chip away at that lead. What ended up happening is the Warriors came back and they won the game. Okay. I've also seen times where he'll call a timeout as soon as his team has two buckets in a row. Boom, boom. He'll call a timeout, get his team to, to re- regroup. I've also seen times where they give up a bucket or even just two buckets in a row. He calls a quick timeout and gets him to regroup because he knows his team. He knows his team needs to regroup. They, they had a lack of focus. Let's get him to regroup now before it becomes a habit. And then he gets him to change. And the Warriors consistently do that. He's been doing that for years, ever since he took over the Warriors. And you can see how well coached that team is and how they trust their coach and how they respond to their coach. You can tell an elite coach and an elite team by the way that the coach coaches and the way the team responds to the coaching. They trust him. 
They believe in his system because it works. Terry Stotts is a great coach. The, the Blazers are a great team, but they are not elite yet. Uh, we need more coaches to take. You know, coaches should be watching film on coaches, not just on the teams and the execution and play-by-play and this and this, like the X's and O's. You should be watching film on the coaches and how they utilize timeouts, how they talk to their players, how they adjust to each type of player on their team. Um, and understand that everybody – like. Great coaches and elite coaches are like managers or CEOs, you know what I mean? They have to be able to adjust to their employees. And I think Steve Kerr knows his employees. He knows who his team is. He he has the Draymond Greens, the Steph Currys, the Clay Thompsons on his team. He's even had to deal with the JaVale McGee's on the team, uh, like the weirdos on the team, the quiet ones on the team. Like he's he's got to deal with them all, but he understands that. And they all have one common goal, and that's to win, and they all believe in the coach. So they buy in. But he's able to adjust to everyone's personalities. Just my thoughts here on this bonus episode of the Game Time Guru. Again, guys, make sure to follow me on all my social platforms. Check out the episode coming this Friday. We're going to be talking about Spikeball uh, from a Spikeball professional, so check it out. Make sure you're subscribed to the show, share it with your friends and family, and I appreciate you tuning in. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars, and leave me a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.